I offer my respectful obeisances unto Lord Narasimha Dev, the source of all power, O oh my Lord, who possesses nails and teeth just like thunderbolts. Kindly vanquish our demon-like desires for fruitive activity in this material world. Please appear in our hearts and drive away our ignorance, so that by your mercy we may become fearless in the struggle for existence in this material world. Very, very, very important words. Purport by His Divine Grace H.C. Pastoranda Swami Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada Ki. In Srimad Bhagavatam 422.39. In Srimad Bhagavatam 422.39. Sanat Kumara speaks the following words to Maharaj Prithu. Devotees always engage in the service of the toes of the Lord's feet. Can very easily become free from heart-knotted desires for fruitive activities because it is very difficult the non-devotees the gyanis and yogis cannot stop the base of sense gratification although they try to do so therefore you are advised to engage in the devotional service of Krishna the son of Vasudeva every living being within this material world has a strong desire to enjoy matter to his fullest satisfaction for this purpose the conflict the conditioned soul must accept one body after another and thus his strongly fixed fruitive desires continue. One cannot stop the repetition of birth and death without being completely desireless. Therefore, Srila Rupa Goswami describes pure bhakti devotion service as follows. One should render transcendental loving service to the Supreme Lord, Krishna favorably and without desire for material profit or gain through fruitive activities or philosophical speculation. That is called pure devotion service. Unless one is completely free of all material desires which are caused by the dense darkness of ignorance, one cannot fully engage in the devotional service of the Lord. Therefore, we should always offer our prayers to Lord Nrsamadev who killed Hiranya Kashipu. The <coughs> personification of material desire. Hiranya means gold and Kashipu means a soft cushion or bed. Materialistic persons always desire to make the body comfortable and for this they require huge amount of gold. Thus, Hiranya Kashipu was the perfect representative of materialistic life. 
He was therefore the cause of a great disturbance to the topmost devotee Pralad Maharaj until Lord Narsimhadev killed him. Any devotee aspiring to be free of material desire should offer his respectful prayers to Narsimhadev as Pralad Maharaj did in this verse. So it's a very important verse and purport. The last line of this purport is a conclusion. Any devotee aspiring to be free of material desires should offer his respectful prayers to Nirsimhadev as Pralad Maharaj did in this verse. So the translation I will go through one more time. I offer my respectful obeisances unto Lord Nirsimhadev, the source of all power. O oh my Lord, who possesses nails and teeth just like thunderbolts, kindly vanquish our demon like desires for fruitive activity in this material world. Please appear in our hearts and drive away our ignorance so that by your mercy we may become fearless in the struggle for existence in this material world. Om Jnana Timrantasya Jnana Jnana Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupakadamahyam Dadatiswa Padantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Patakamadam Shri Guru Vaishnavamsha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahaganare Gunatam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Pada Sahaganarita Shri Vishakhanitamsya He Krishna Karna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namotute Tapta Kanjana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Prashabhana Sute Devi Pranamami Hare Priye Vanchakar Padarudhesya Kribhafindhu Bhevachita Padutanam Pavanibhyo Vaishnavibhyo Dhamanamaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadatha Shri Vatadigora Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Bhute Mahabha Yei Mahapuro Vibhu Nirmaya Shete Yadamusha Purusha Bhunte Gunakshodasha Shodashatmaka Svarakrishishta Bhagavan Vachasthime Hare Krishna So here we are in the Jambadvip and in Jambadvip in these verses we are going through the prime devotees in each Varshas and we are in Hari Varsha in the previous verse glorified Sri Prahlad Maharaj and here as it is mentioned in the previous verse the prayer offered by Prahlad Maharaj is given unto Lord Narsimhadev. So it's a very wonderful prayer and in this prayer let me first focus on one aspect. The prayer is for clearing the material desires and 
giving us fearlessness in the struggle for material existence. So first point that we need to understand material desires and fear are synonymous. If there are material desires there has to be fear. We cannot separate one from the other. Previously we mentioned this point that material enjoyment means suffering. If there is a desire for material enjoyment, immediately we have to see suffering in it. Adhyantavanta kaunteya nateshu ramate buddha. So definitely the material enjoyment has a beginning and end and it means suffering. It is just waiting, that's all. Similarly, if we see material desires, we have to see fear, stress, anxiety, depression and so on and so forth. So everything can be termed as fear. It has to be there. It must be there. And there is no way out. Indeed, Srimad Bhagavatam speaks in the 11th canto, Bhayam Dutiya Abhiniveshadasya Ishadapayadasya Vipariya Asmati very clearly mentioned in the 11th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam that the second nature of material existence is fear. What is the nature of spiritual existence? Love. So the opposite of love is actually fear. So the nature of material existence is fear. And that's why we see a lot of fear in this material world. And one cannot get out of it. And why there is fear in this material world? Because we are eternal. And so we want everything permanently. So we are permanent and we want everything permanently. And it doesn't work here. Because it's a temporary world. So we are trying to get something which is permanent in the temporary world. And as a result of that, the emotional response for that is called fear. Right? Whatever we think is permanent, it is going to be taken away from us. Then we experience fear. So that's the way it is. And we cannot replace it with anything else. So if there is material desires, there has to be fear. And what can we do? If there is no wealth, there is fear. Isn't it? How one is going to survive. And if there is a lot of wealth, then there is fear. Because somebody is going to steal it. So, materialist existence is such that in any condition, there is fear. There is no wealth, there is all wealth or in between, still there is fear. So, what can we do? So, this material desire is there, then there has to be fear. So, a devotee has to be very careful in seeing this world. How a devotee should see? When a devotee sees material success in one's own life or other's life, even Kalmi's life, if he sees material success, we have to see that there is fear, there is stress, there is anxiety, there is depression, there are all different kinds of problems. One shouldn't just see the glamour of success and one shouldn't think that, okay, had I be in that position, life would have been better. Subconsciously, subconsciously that thought can come to one's mind. That's why when Srila Prabhupada 
gave sannyas to his initial disciples Prabhu told when you visit a house of a grihastha the grihastha may have all the opulences he may have nice couch to sit opulent prasadam many bedrooms maybe television many things big screen so when you see them never think like this he is enjoying and if i also had all these things then i could have enjoyed the life so prabhu was giving the instructions to the initial sannyasis don't think like this straining the mind similarly this is not for the initial sannyasis because they were new that's why prabhu was straining in that way it is applicable for all of us if we see material opulence if we see material success don't get blinded rather see suffering in it rather see fear in it and be grateful of our own position of able to perform devotional service experience that mercy of krishna feel that gratitude we have devotional service in our hand a job in which there is no fire only hiring all other jobs there is hiring and firing here there is no firing it is only up to you if you want to leave that is your choice you can stop performing your water service but your connection to krishna can never be severed it is like one devotee told propat that i want to resign from this movement i want to go away propat said how can you resign from devotional service that is your eternal constitutional position this is the reality we cannot resign from this always there is devotional service so that is our fortunate position however when we deal with this world we have to deal with a lot of things especially the world is living outside job that will give fear right always job is an anxiety job or business doesn't matter there is anxiety mortgage another source of anxiety right investments greater source of anxiety because whatever you have earned for many many years one has invested and what's going to happen so there is anxiety more than that children's future think about that it's a big anxiety right children's future is a big anxiety one's own health one's own relation you name it if you surround by all these kind of things naturally there will be stress and anxiety and fear and when we are surrounded by all these things and then we pick up our bead bag and start chanting what will come to our mind all these things will come to our mind so that is the reality because that is our absorption so whatever is our absorption is going to be reflected in our chanting It's a very important point to consider. That's why one question was asked to Shivara Maharaj: How can I have absorbed two hours of chanting? So Maharaj told that it depends on what you do. Rest 22 hours. If 22 hours one is absorbed in material thoughts, it is very difficult to switch off from that. and unplugged and come to this two hours 
So that's why we were hearing that quote from Sachinandan Maharaj. You must work outside of your chanting of your 16 rounds. For your chanting of 16 rounds of Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Can you see the connection? Wherever is the absorption, that is going to be reflected in our chanting. <laughs> they go hand in hand. Our 22 hours are dependent on these 2 hours, of course. And these 2 hours are dependent on the 22 hours. And that's why devotees have to be very careful. The one mechanism for switching off or unplugging is if one is totally materially absorbed, if there are a lot of stress and anxiety and fear because of the very nature of this world, one think that, okay, these two hours, this is for my relief. This is my relief mechanism. So let me forget everything and let me be absorbed in Krishna. So one can see, this is my solace. So let me focus on this. Unfortunately, materialistic people don't have this. For them, fear increases and increases. And if it has to be a stoppage, what is that? That is intoxication. That is, that's why it's an essential aspect of life. Even during the lockdown, one of the essential service is alcohol. <laughs> essential service. All the shops have to be open because otherwise people don't know how to deal with fear. So one fear is in the mode of ignorance and give a more, more powerful <laughs> ignorance that is intoxication. So already working on the platform of passion and ignorance and from there go dive deep into ignorance so one cannot experience that particular fear. That's all. So this is material existence. Everywhere there is fear. And scientists have coined this term, loss of aversion. Interesting term. That according to human psyche, one doesn't want to experience loss. Even in economics, one finds it very difficult to face with loss. So it is okay to lose an opportunity to gain $10. It is better than losing even 10 cents. Can you? So one will try to protect that 10 cents even if one loses the opportunity to make another 10 dollars. So that, that's how it works, that's the human psychology. So that is called loss aversion. One, one doesn't want to see that I am a loser. That's how the material existence is. And because of this fear, what happens? There is an inherent dissatisfaction. To be dissatisfied, one doesn't have to do anything. What is the, the nature of this world is dissatisfaction. That is the nature of mode of passion. Mode of passion is dissatisfaction. One doesn't have to do anything. One will be dissatisfied. Whatever one has, still one will be dissatisfied. And that's the reason we have to be very careful when we deal with material desires. Material desires are not innocent and that can create a lot of trouble. His Holiness Jabataka Swami Maharaj gave an example to explain material desires in bhakti. Because as devotees, we are trying to practice devotional service, but at the same time, we may have or we have material desires. So he gave the example of mixing sand in sweet rice. It's a very good example, mixing sand in sweet rice. 
we want to enjoy sweet rice but we are chewing the rice suddenly oh my teeth is paining <laughs> because of the sand so this is how material desires that can be an impediment in our practice of bhakti it can even derail our bhakti it will not allow us to go deeper in bhakti so many problems with material desires that's why it is mentioned here anyapilashtachunyam verse how the devotion service has to be devoid of fruity activities and mental speculation otherwise it will not give us the result it is applicable in all aspects of devotion service starting from chanting in doing service in preaching wherever there is material desires we cannot relish that activity and in turn fear will pop up in our hearts in this verse this verse is spoken by prahlad maharaj and so we will try to understand the mood of prahlad maharaj and the glories of prahlad maharaj to start with he is an emblem of pure devotion service he is very unique in shrimad bhagavatam because when he was being tormented by hiranyakashipu he didn't have any company he was alone dealing with his problems he didn't have any support as such externally he couldn't call his guru he didn't have any devotee association he had to depend on the lord directly of course by the mercy of a spiritual master still he didn't feel lonely big thing right i am by myself no help he didn't feel like that it's very unique even though he was just 5 years old and he didn't have anyone to blame he didn't blame anyone oh i am going through the suffering because of such and such person or because of such and such devotee he didn't have anyone to blame for or he didn't blame anyone at the same time he was very grateful of his position and he prayed to the supreme lord the bhagavad says naturally he was a devotee when he came out from the womb of his mother kayathu he was a great devotee <laughs> he was completely absorbed in krishna and that's why he himself says that yadha bhramit yado bhraman svayam akrta sannidho तथा में विद्यते चेत चक्रपाणी sometimes in great anxiety he calls out for the lord and sometimes in jubilation he chants his holy names and starts dancing so this was his ecstatic symptoms and it is mentioned that seeing his perfect ecstasy known devotees were getting purified in his presence so we can see he was preaching 
to his schoolmates in Gurukul, Asterik Gurukul. But when he was showing all these ecstatic symptoms, everyone was getting purified because of his pure love for the Lord. So these are the qualities of Prahlad Maharaj, not after seeing Narasimhadev, even before that. In Bhagavatamrita, <coughs> Nathamini progressively reveals the greatness of the devotees. And in that, it's very interesting that when Nathamini approaches Lord Brahma, Brahma says, I am not qualified. I am not such a great devotee. He says, look, I am a demigod. I am in one sense the greatest person in this universe. But we demigods have a problem. Because we think we are the controllers and enjoyers. Even though we know that there is Supreme Lord, we think that we are the controllers and enjoyers. So we are in trouble sometimes. You know, look at Indra. He had a bad experience. Because he tried to kill all the residents of Vrindavan. <laughs> the bad mark in the CV. <laughs> now, what can he do? He cannot do anything. He thought he is the controller, he is the enjoyer. And as far as I am concerned, I try to test Krishna and I try to steal Krishna's cows, cows and covered boys. In that way, if one, someone says, checks, the probity check if they do, there is a problem. There is some problem in the character because he tried to test Krishna and miserably failed. I was very fortunate because I could go to Vrindavan and I could see the beautiful form of Krishna. So as Brahma's prayers, the first verse he says, Namidyate Abhava Pushetaditambaraya Gunjavatam Saparivichala Sanmukhaya Vanyasraje Kavalavetra Vishana Venu Lakshmashriye Vrudupate Pashupangajaya. He says, Okay, I could see this beautiful form of the Lord. And he glorifies. He is the most worshipable Lord. Tadidambaraya and he has a bluish complexion and his dhoti is like lightning. Tadit. Gunjavatam and his earrings are made of gunja berries. Saparipichalasan mukhaya and his head is decorated with peacock feather. And he has flute, he has cowherding stick, he has his bugles. And in his left hand, he has some yoga tries. Not only yoga tries, he has pickles as well. He likes pickles. Krishna likes pickles. Okay. So he can offer pickles to Krishna, no problem. And different, different fruit pickles like gooseberry, mango, lemon. He can offer pickles to Krishna. So Krishna is having yoga tries with pickles and he is having a good time. And then he comes to the point, Mrudupade Pashipanga Jaya. And he is the son of Nanda Maharaj and his feet is very, very soft. And in that way, Brahma said, look, I glorified the Lord. I prayed to the Lord. But I couldn't stay in Vrindavan. Look at my consciousness. I met Krishna. I went to Vrindavan, but I couldn't stay in Vrindavan. It's like if you go to Gola Vrindavan, if you go see Gola Vrindavan and come back to the material world, not really good. Brahma says that is my position. I went, I saw Krishna in Vrindavan, I was in Vrindavan, 
but I am now back to my own position. What is my situation? Hmm? I am not such a great devotee. Then he refers to the next one. He said, Vaishnavana Yadha Shambhu. So go to Lord Shiva, he is a great devotee. So Narada goes to Lord Shiva. And Lord Shiva is greater, Dharma says. You must go to Lord Shiva. The reason is, the Lord has a very wonderful relationship with Lord Shiva. First, he is a great devotee. He can give liberation by the mercy of the Lord. He can not just give liberation, he can also give pure devotional service because he is a pure devotee. He can give pure devotional service. So that is great of Lord Shiva and Mother Parvati. Lord very intimately interacts with Lord Shiva. He gave the example. There was an issue with Vrka. You know that, that Masmasur. So Lord Shiva gave him the boon and now Vrka is in control. He wanted to kill Lord Shiva himself right, by touching his head. He said, the Lord personally came and saved, rescued Lord Shiva. Whenever Shiva is in trouble, Lord is happy to come and rescue him. See, see the intimate relationship between Lord Vishnu and Lord Shiva. In that way, Lord Brahma says he is more intimate. Even the Tripura demon, he also tried to create trouble, right? Even Banasu tried to create trouble. All the time, Lord protected Lord Shiva. And not only that, to glorify Lord Shiva, Lord Ramachandra used his bow and arrow. His bow he was used. So it is mentioned, he was touched. The Lord touched Lord Shiva's bow in that way. He glorified Lord Shiva and in many incarnations the Lord is even happy to accept boons from Lord Shiva. So in that way Lord Shiva is greater, very intimate with the Lord. But Brahma said, look, my condition, I went to Vrindavan but I am still here in the post of Brahma. That's why Brahma says in Brahma's prayers, you know, Aho Bhagyam, Aho Bhagyam, Nanda Gopam, Yet, Mitram Paramanandam Purnam Brahma Sanatanam. Oh, see the glories of the residents of Vrindavan. Krishna is the friend. Purna Brahma is the complete Brahma. He is the friend of Nanda Gopa and other residents of Vrindavan. See their fortune, but I am not that fortunate. But Lord Shiva, Supriya. He is Vaishnavana Yadashambhu. Nathamani, he goes to Lord Shiva and starts glorifying him. Lord Shiva became embarrassed. He said, stop this. He, who, Narvani starts speaking about how the Lord reciprocates with Lord Shiva. Then Lord Shiva says, please stop this. I am ashamed to hear that. I am bestowing boon unto the Supreme Lord. Please stop this. He says, I am not that great devotee. The residents of Vaikuntha are superior. Because they are always with the Lord. And they don't even want to come to this material world. I am coming to this material world. I have my own tattva. I have my kailas. So many things are there. But the residents of Vaikuntha, they are always with the Lord and they are completely engaged in pure devotional service. So you can go to Vaikuntha. Narayana was ready to go to Vaikuntha. Then Narayana says, don't go to Vaikuntha at this point. Because a very special Devotee is there on the earth planet, not earth, 
he was at that point he was in sutala so you go to sutala and you meet pralad maharaj he is a very very special devotee so lord shiva recommends pralad maharaj so that is significant so you can see pralad maharaj is one of the topmost devotees and it is mentioned that he is greater than many many other devotees even though it's mentioned that even even, even he is greater than even garuda even he is greater than mother lakshmi devi so lord shiva says you go and meet pralad maharaj now there's an important lesson here even lord narasimha dev himself glorifies pralad maharaj in the 10th chapter he says bhavanti purusha loge bhakta stu anu vrataha bhavane halu bhaktana sarvesha pratirupa dhak it's very important point this is a very important point to be noted about pralad maharaj those lord narasimha dev is saying those who follow your example will naturally become my pure devotees you are the best example of my devotee who is telling pralad maharaj narasimha dev is telling that's a pratirupa dhak sarvesha pratirupa dhak of all the devotees you are the best example and others should follow in your footsteps so that that actually signifies this prayer here the, the, now we can understand the meaning of the last sentence of shila prabhupada's purport any devotee aspiring to be free of material desires should offer his respectful prayers to narasimha as pralad maharaj did in this verse so to pray to the supreme lord it takes a lot of sincerity if you want to sincerely go in front of the lord and pray kindly remove all this material desires we have to be prepared for that we should think yeah please remove all the material desires but keep one two and three don't pray like that but it takes a lot of courage to go and pray to the supreme lord in this way i don't want to tell some stories of his prayers <laughs> it can be discouraging but i will give you one amazing actually very strong i'll to tell us two 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 sided one is bit intense one family went to vrindavan and they very very sincerely prayed to the supreme lord remove our material desires and in turn take us back home back to godhead whatever it takes please remove all the material desires so they went back to their country and their daughter went to swimming and she was a devotee of course she was brought up as a devotee and then she went on her maya trip and some jumping or diving or she did and partially she got paralyzed nothing happened she didn't die it is not that but she got par- partially paralyzed she can speak she has good memory everything is okay but the body is paralyzed now and then she became a devotee when she went through that she became a devotee and she became actually a very advanced devotee 
it was not she was not lamenting she was saying by the lord's mercy my body got paralyzed and because of that i am not thinking about krishna i don't have any other desires i simply want to chant and i simply want to glorify the lord if she was paralyzed she was bedridden but her consciousness completely got transformed so she was not suffering but internally she was blissful and then the parents they were looking after her and they also became advanced devotees can you understand so the lord can do anything to purify us that is on one side but on the other side we know narsimhadev in mayapur he is helping all the devotees he is protecting all the devotees right when devotees have any problem the lord is mercifully looking after the devotees so that's why ganadevas prabhu and pangajan prabhu they mentioned that the lord narsimhadev in mayapur is in the mood of audarya very merciful very magnanimous mood because the presiding deity there is panchadatva lord chaitanya mahaprabhu in the mood of giving so when we worship the lord in that mood even narsimhadev there is no problem the lord will protect there is no doubt about it the lord will protect our devotion but it takes sincerity to approach the lord and pray to the lord kindly purify me so one can at least pray these are the anarthas i am dealing with kindly remove them so that i can go deeper in my bhakti so one has to be prepared for that how long can we drag on that vacation again and again we are dealing with the same material desire so we like approach the lord and tell him please help me that is the mood of this prayer please help me to remove all the material desires then naturally one will come to the platform of fearlessness fearlessness the prahlad is exemplifying that he is already pure still he is praying we will hear that narayan says an interesting point even bali maharaj got the audience of the lord and he went to sutala and the lord vamrade became his doorkeeper narayan says it is not because of the qualification of bali maharaj but it is because of his association with you oprah maharaj so because of that the lord became merciful because bali is his grandson and so narayan gives credit to prahlad maharaj so that is the greatness of prahlad maharaj and he is constantly worshiping the lord here in harivamsha same bhumandala we are also in bhumandala in jambadweep we are the same deepa and in harivamsha prahlad maharaj constantly worships narsimhadev by offering prayers we can see prahlad prahlad maharaj showed what is the qualification to approach the supreme lord because none of the demigods could pacify narsimhadev when he was so angry then prahlad maharaj pacified him and prahlad maharaj makes this very important point which is very relevant to today's verse he says oh most powerful insurmountable time who are kind to the fallen souls i have been put into 
the association of demons as a result of my activities so he is not really complaining about others he is telling that he is fierce he is telling because of my karma i am in this bad association he mentions that i am certainly not afraid of your ferocious mouth and tongue no fear about ferocious mouth and tongue your eyes bright like the sun or your frowning eyebrows I do not fear your sharp pinching teeth your garland of intestine see how ghastly it is and Pralanda is telling even seeing the intestine around his own father's intestine around the neck of Narsimhadev think about that please how ghastly it must be and still he's telling look I am not fearful about that your, your mane soaked with blood your mane the lion has a mane the mane is soaked with blood your high wedge like ears sharp ears wedge like ears nor do you fear your tumultuous roaring if there is a bomb blast certainly we will be fearful this world it is even more tumultuous than that still it's telling nothing which makes elephants flee to distant places this tumultuous sound is like elephants are running away in fear your nails which are meant to kill your enemies he's telling i am not fearful of any of these things why i make this point the next verse he started speaking about his fears okay in this verse the verse 50 he speaks about his fearlessness and in the next verse Pralad Maharaj is speaking about his fear and we should also have that fear and that's why I am going to chant this verse Trastosmiham trupranam vasala dusahogra samsara chakra kadanat grasadam pranita bathasogarmati ushatsamate krimulam pridopavadgasaranam hayase kadanum he says I have one fear. What is that fear? I am very much afraid of my condition of life within this material world. He is afraid of material association. And we think material association is not a problem. Material desires are not a problem. If the Lord purifies us, that is going to be a problem. This is exactly the <laughs> the material world we have diametrically opposite consciousness. <laughs> we think, oh, how can we go in front of the Lord? Can I pray so sincerely for purification? When we tell the story, we become fearful going to the Lord and the Lord is going to purify me. He is going to take things from, from my life. I am fearful. Here, Pradhanath is telling, I am not at all fearful about the Lord. Even this ghastly form of the Lord. Rather, I am fearful about material desires and material association. And he prays to the Lord, Kindly, I am eager for shelter at your lotus feet. Apavargasharanam. And he is asking, what is that? He is asking, please allow me to massage your feet. So this is a prayer of Lord, so Prahlad Maharaj unto the Lord. I want to Massage your feet. So this is Prahlad Maharaj telling Narasimha, I am not fear of Lord, but I want to come and I want to massage your feet. And later he has to pray for the demigods. 
please calm down because all these demigods they are in fear the reason is previously they were fearful about hiranyakashipu now we have killed hiranyakashipu so they should at least get fearlessness but now seeing you oh my lord they are fearful so please get pacified so see this is material existence this is the condition of mixed devotees like the demigods they know who is supreme lord so in presence of hiranyakashipu they were fearful and then the lord came and lord killed hiranyakashipu because of that they were happy but seeing the lord form they became fearful and later even the demons attack again they get into stress and anxiety so bhagavad is teaching us again and again that if we mix ourselves with material desires then there will be fear and that's why prahlad maharaj is helping us to go to the next level so we had to take the next step we cannot go all the way become pure devotees but we need to identify our anarthas and work on chanting is not good work on our chanting reading is not good work on our reading and if material desires are coming again and again pray to narasimha dev please i need help so this verse i chant every night <laughs> at least chant call the supreme lord at least one time with this prayer and it is very nice it's very helpful pray to narasimha dev please help me save me from these material desires and then one can come to fearlessness indeed prahlad maharaj after two verses he says i am not at all fearful about material existence i immediately come to you so this is pure devotee so they have bhava on one side they show their disqualification in the other side they show their fearlessness then they show what is their fear then again they show their confidence that's why the book is waves of devotion we have the book right by dhanjan maharaj waves of devotion so the mood the bhava of the devotees are ever changing it is dynamic so that's why he is telling soham priyasya suhurda paradevataya leela katha narsimha virinja geeta anjat tadarmi anugrana guna vipramukto durgaanite padayugale hamsa sanga he says i will chant the glories of the lord which are glorified by brahma himself virinja geeta and in that way i will come to you very easily anjat tarmi i will cross over the material existence anjasa very easily so in that way he shows his confidence in the parampara because he is referring to brahma ji who is the parampara acharya so he is showing his confidence in the parampara and the teachings coming from the parampara in that way he says look i will chant in the footsteps of lord brahma the acharya in that way i will easily cross over the material existence so that is possible and that's why here it is mentioned that one can purify oneself completely as it is mentioned the fourth canto of shrimad bhagavatam karmashyan dvedidam udgradhen santaha this was again quoted in uh, nectar devotion to show that bhakti can uproot the ignorance because if you see this vicious cycle starting from bija papa aprarabdha karma prarabdha karma kutam then again back to bijam and the source of bijam or the material desire is 
avidya ignorance so he said there this is quoted what is this was same verse is quoted karmashyan gradhi utgradhenti santaha that one can remove the ignorance from the core by the process of devotion service and that's why we had come to the platform of chanting purely purely in the sadhana stage that is understanding our relationship with krishna avoiding the offenses and chanting in connection to krishna that is pure chanting in the sadhana stage if one can come to that platform one can make quick progress and this prayer is to narasimha dev he is the lord for protection of bhakti and also he is he falls in a very special category it is mentioned in padmagaram purana and it is quoted in lagu bhagavatamrita three incarnations of the lord are considered very special starting from lord narasimha dev lord ramachandra and krishna himself he is the source rubhagosami explains that narasimha dev is special because of his manifestation of power and opulence it is unparalleled to other incarnations of the lord like marsya kurma varaha they all showed their power and opulences but narasimha dev is superior to them he manifested more power and he specifically came to help his devotees and so we can approach narasimha dev because we need help and that's why this verse is very significant that this prayer is very significant and shila prabhupada mentions i read this again any devotee aspiring to be free of material desires should offer his respectful prayers to narasimha dev as pradhan maharaj did in this verse and also i will read uh, the same point as is mentioned by lord narasimha dev himself moreover among those countless countless devotees pradhanara stands out as an example of perfection the lord himself describes in this way how is that those who follow your example will naturally become my pure devotees next day is telling to pradhanara 10 chapter of sankirtan you are the best example of my devotee and others should follow in your footsteps so here it is very clear it is very very clear everyone should follow in the footsteps of pralad maharaj so finally before completing i think we will chant this verse together okay we will chant it together om namo bhagavate narasimhaya namaste jase unto lord narasimha dev the source of all power oh my lord who possesses nails and teeth just like thunderbolts kindly vanquish our demon like desires for fruitive activities in this material world please appear in our hearts and drive away our ignorance so that by your mercy we may become fearless in the struggle for existence in this material world so pralad maharaj as a pure devotee he didn't ask for anything 
He didn't ask for any benediction, any boon, but he asked, if there is any material desire in my heart, please remove that. So this is plasma. Any questions or comments? Okay. Just one uh, quick question. Uh, you know, when we were mentioning this, there was very angry and no one was, everyone was fearful because only Pralad Maharaj could go because they are there with us and we understand some material desires are there. Even Ordnum was fearful to go. Even Lakshmi Devi was fearful to go. So the question is how Lakshmi Devi couldn't pacify Lord Narasimhadev because she is transcendental. She is the consort of the Lord. It is mentioned that even Lakshmi Devi has never seen this form of the Lord. Of course, she must have seen the Lord angry, but this particular form she hasn't seen because the Lord's forms are always different. He can manifest any form as he wishes. So even Lakshmi Devi never saw this particular angry form. That is point number one. Point number two, the Lord appeared only for Prahlad Maharaj. And why the Lord was more merciful to Prahlad Maharaj than even Lakshmi Devi? That's why Prahlad Maharaj says, you kindly touch your hand on my head. That direction even Lakshmi Devi didn't receive. So it is mentioned. Lakshmi Devi, she is an eternal consort of the Lord. She doesn't have to go through what Prahlad Maharaj had went through, has gone through. Correct? That is very special. Prahlad Maharaj had to go through so much of suffering. He didn't suffer, of course, but he had to go through so much of tribulations. But Lakshmi Devi never had to go through such troubles. So, he became the recipient of special mercy of Nasimhadev. So that's very mentioned. Two questions from one is how Prahlad is residing in Harimasha and Chitala? He can preside in. The devotees of the Lord can expand. They can be in multiple places. It's not a problem. Yeah. The second question is um, the process of going from fear to fearlessness, you know. If we, had to, if we had to go in front of Radha Vallabha and say, please remove our material desires, then, the, I mean, there's some kind of fear there because the mercy is unpredictable, you know, how the mercy will come. So practically, it's a bit, how can we be fearless in approaching the Lord? How can we be bold to make that prayer? The question is, how can we be fearless when we are approaching the Lord because if you want to ask the Lord to remove all the material desires, we can be fearful. Yes. So we have to pray according to our capacity with full sincerity. The anatha that we are dealing with, we can request the Lord, please remove this anatha and let me go to the next stage of devotional service at least. And we can see the Lord will be merciful. And our devotional service has to be sincere. Not only prayer and activities. The Lord has planned for all of us. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Tantashimad Bhagavatam. Shila Prabhupada.
ಹರಿ 